What's cracking, big dogs? Welcome back to the dungeon. We're in the contaminated dungeon. This is the Fade the Public podcast. I am Nicholas. That is Animal, and that is Snacks. How you as doing? We, Rock as and we, roll. I'm so, like, I knew you were you're so that. cringy. <laughs> so cringy. So, as we're doing every single week, we're giving away a draft guide to two people that unfortunately choose to follow these guys what? on Twitter: Animal underscore BDGE, Snacks underscore BDGE, and Fade the Public. Fade the underscore public yeah, follow on Twitter. That shit too. If you follow those three accounts, you will be automatically entered into a Big Dogs Draft Guide giveaway. So make sure you do that. You also have to comment down below. We're also going to be giving away one Draft Guide uh, for those of y'all that answer this following questions in the comments. I want y'all to name down below one team that did not make the playoffs last year that will make the playoffs in 2019 and why. Drop some big facts along with the answer. If you do that, you will automatically be entered into the draft guide giveaway. If you answer with the Giants, you will be automatically eliminated. <laughs> that's gonna that's say, not true. I was going to say, you guys know exactly who to say to give yourself a better chance. I was going to say Correct, the same thing. The Falcons. I think we're all going to say our own. I was going to say, like, yeah, if you pick the Broncos, you got a good head on you, and you might get well, a draft guide. Well, that's not true. I gave a draft guide away to um, somebody who, who DM'd me, like, Giants suck dick. And I was like, I respect it. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I, I respect the, a lot I of respect comments the enough to just He goes, love your work, but Giants suck dick. Give me that free draft guy. I was like, okay. We, right, got a, we got a great fucking show on our hands today. We haven't actually sat down and talked fantasy in a minute. I think yeah. last week was our league meeting. The week before that was Evan, Evan Silva. Silva. The week before that was down the, down the Jersey Shore. That's right. Correct? So yeah. this is the first time we're, uh, we're back in the dungeon really breaking down the big facts and giving you all some valuable information. As always, hit that thumbs up button if you enjoy. Subscribe to the channel if you're new. We're covering everything 2019 fantasy Football. Today, we are going to be talking about preseason takeaways, what we've seen through two weeks thus far. Um, some of the best keeper selections. If you are in a keeper league or a dynasty league, whatever, we're looking at guys later in the drafts, 10th round or later, who you should be targeting, maybe based on contract situations, maybe based on an insecure role right now that could eventually find their way into a role and be very valuable to y'all's fantasy team. And we're going to end the episode with a long forgotten herd of goats. Oh, might, might be the last one of the season. We might no. maybe no. We got two more apps. We got maybe it. squeeze one more in. We'll We're gonna see. squeeze one more in. Today's herd of goats is gonna be drunk munchies food, which is animals' fucking specialty. Take one look at this. Beast. Not getting drunk, but but eating. Yeah, I, I mean, I could do it all, but yeah, I prefer the eating part. Yeah, I in no particular other, order. I probably the other part. Same. I mean, it's a beautiful combination, no matter how you fucking look at it. You're not wrong. Sort of like Marlon Mack getting 18 of the first 19 snaps at the first team. Ooh, a combination. So, uh, you Some know what to do. That. Follow them. Drop a comment down below. Also, with your live drafts coming up, make sure that you throw a confession cam yeah, into boy. your live draft. Set up a camera in the corner of wherever you guys do your live draft and have people fucking confess into the camera. Send us your best clips. We're going to make a... Beautiful montage, and uh, maybe you will be featured in one of the Fade the Public episodes. Last announcement before we get into the show guts. This weekend is the second annual Big Dogs Gotta Eat NYC live draft weekend. Even though Bell has been his number one guy forever, so uh, you know when I beat him with Gurley, just remember back to this video. Big one, big one. Some fucking bullshit. All right, Devonta Adams just went right after me. Lucas, what do you have to say for yourself? Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I'm upset. Yo, this is my man Austin, all the way out from Rich, Rich. What? Rich like Mid. Yo, I just took Aaron Jones, uh, hoping that Jamal Lynn fails. You want to have a good time? You need to party with these cats. We got 10 subs from all over the country flying out to New York City. We rented an Airbnb. We're going to hang. We're going to kick it. And we got a live fantasy draft on Saturday. The draft will kick off at 1 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday, 824, I believe. Possibly 823. I'm not sure of the date. But we will be live streaming that on YouTube. So 1 p.m. Eastern, you will be able to check out a real live draft that me and Snacks are involved in, as well as 10 other people. So get your fucking alarm clocks out. Stop yelling. Tuck your shirts in. And let's fucking eat. 
Welcome, Bike, to the dungeon. This episode is sponsored by Jeffrey Dahmer. Let's talk about some of the preseason notes of the last two weeks. Who are your shout out to a to a young Codeine for the inspiration on these glasses today? By the way, is that where you got that from? Hell yeah, you look like Jeffrey Dahmer. I used to rock. This I saw all the, the picture. Time. Wait, yeah. who Cody? Yeah. You didn't see the the picture no, he put in in the group meet today? No, I didn't. Let me look at it. Yeah, he put in the I clear fucking, specs, and I was like, Codeine, love that motherfucker. Kid. I love him. We need to bring him out. It's like half his face too, which makes it even more Dahmer esque. Yeah, it does. It's like, and I, I hit, I hit him. <laughs> I hit him bike with that pick. Oh wait, I did see it. I liked it. Jesus yeah, the Christ. Dahmer shades. Oh, it was at one fifty two a.m. Yeah, what are yeah, you doing sending Dahmer picks at 152 a.m. Well, yeah, he's, 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 he's in Washington. He's on the, on the, on the, on the West, West Coast. Oh, uh, word. Yeah. It's the West Coast. So it's like four hours before us. Okay, okay, okay. It's too much nonsense right now. Let's talk about preseason takeaways. Daniel Jones has looked fucking sharp throwing the ball. Intermediate and short passes are... He's shown touch on long passes. This is with a depleted receiving group. Yep. And I am thoroughly impressed by what we've seen from Daniel Jones. I'm blown away. He's going to... He's... When is he going to start? When is he getting that start? He's once they're going to have a they have a big September. So if they go like one and three, there's, there's going to be like a four pick game by Eli Manning and then D Jones. It, they're going to call for us. But if they go like three and one in September, then they're probably going to ride him through October. I see maybe week eight against Arizona. Has Ingram played much throughout this preseason? At all? He hasn't played any preseason. Fuck, I want to no, see. Yeah, I want to see. He looks great in practice, though. I can tell you that. Okay. From yeah, I would love to see D Jones go to Ingram because if he's yeah, running those dude. short intermediate routes, and I'm man, sick of the like. I'm sick of, oh, he's playing against backups. Well, first of all, well, I mean, fucking that was, shit. That was true, though. Okay, yeah, it's true, but he he's really, a fucking rookie, too. I know, but he looks really good. And he's really not throwing good. to Saquon. He's not throwing to Evan Ingram. Yeah. The throws look strong. The, the throws accuracy look good. is there, The accuracy man. is, is pinpoint well, I mean, He was throwing to Cody Latimer, who is one of your starting wide receivers. He but was throwing to Benny Fowler, think, who caught the touchdown, who was another one of your that, starting you know wide receivers. About, you know what my favorite part about him was? The first game, all we heard was it was his first read. There were quick timing throws. Okay, fine, I get it. Still put the ball where it had to be. Last game last week was he went through his progressions, went through his second read, he fumbled twice, back to back series, yeah. right? I'm normally I'm way, more concerned, their head down. I'm way more concerned about interceptions than fumbles. Yeah, the, oh, fumbles, fumbles, are just lucky the fumbles are correct. Yeah. They're, they're not. They're not. He fumbled yeah. twice, didn't put his hand down. What he did after that went eight for eight with a touchdown. Yeah, he looked good. It looks good. I'm excited. Looks I, poised. He's someone that I'm, I'm willing to draft in the in the last round, last two, three rounds of a super flex league. Absolutely. Oh, sure. Because he'll be a starter soon. He's got the athleticism yeah. that gives him a floor. We haven't really seen him we, run it yet. I was just going to say, we haven't seen we that. We haven't seen that him that running yet, but the fact that the fucking the arm looks good, man. Yeah. I would be excited he, if I were you. He's starting to make people eat their words. It's just It's got to continue. And you tweeted out on our um, FTP uh, Twitter account that look for him in, in Dynasty Leagues because pretty soon, super flex, he's going to be a... Stud. So I did not tweet that out, but I, I do agree with it. <laughs> I do agree. I, in Dynasty Leagues, I would 100% throw, throw a, uh, this, I, a pick at him or gonna, uh, a, a waiver claim. Right. I, I'm excited to see that. I mean, again, it's backups, but the offensive line looks night and day better than, than what it has. So I'm excited about my man, Daniel Jones's future. I'm excited that I think we, we got the Daniel Jones talk out of the way. Well, I mean, it's actually pretty relevant. No, it it's is. It is. Giants it's Giants talk. It's it relevant. Is. He's been, he was labeled a bust before he even stepped on the field. So yeah, to see well, him actually going out there throwing the ball well is nice to see. Let's talk about the Seahawks yes. because they have a backfield conundrum. Mm. Well, not really. Doesn't look like it. No, Carson's, no Carson's, it's Carson. It's Carson's backfield to take. Penny is not taking that backfield by talent. It's not happening. No, um, I rewatched. Which we thought was going to be the case. A possibility, at least forcing like a fifty-fifty timeshare. Right. I watched the preseason game of Seahawks um, last night. I rewatched it this morning to get a, a gauge on the snap share between the two. Russell Wilson was on the field for seventeen snaps. Chris Carson was on the field for fourteen of them. Rashad Penny three. Carson got five carries, two targets, so he's getting involved in the passing game. He got an opportunity. Like, like they said he would. Exactly. They got an opportunity on – he got an opportunity on half of the snaps that he was in. So, as far as I'm concerned, Rashad Penny is not more talented than Chris Carson, and he's not taking that role uh, unless Chris Carson has injury. That was always a concern of mine, obviously, that he has a lengthy injury history. Mm-hmm. But it's looking more and more like Chris Carson in the fifth round is a good investment. Good bang for your buck, yeah, Especially man. if you went safety over the first four or five rounds or three or four rounds or whatever, and you're looking for a high upside running back. Carson's looking good. I'm sure his ADP is going to creep up pretty Yeah, pretty I think fiercely. he's going to end up going in the fourth. Yeah, I think he'll be a fourth round pick as well. Because um, I think there's a, I think there's a good drop off of running back talent, and because there's there's too many guys now that were in that area like Derrick Henry and and like Leonard Fournette that you just don't really want to touch. Yeah. So like, would you I'd take probably, Carson or Fournette? Carson. Carson. Yeah. Yeah, not even close. Yeah, 
I probably agree. With I you think there. Fournette's more talented. I think it's can't close. stand the field. I think it's close. Can't stand the field. Yeah, and can. I think I think in the beginning we we were almost looking for reasons to like Penny over Carson. Hundred percent. Well, because of the draft capital. Right, it just the makes more capital. sense. He just like fit, the math just fits very well for Rashad Penny. So you want it to happen. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. And we forget Carson was fucking beast last year. Yeah. And he's carried it over. He don't want to lose that job. And right now, I don't think he is. He so. looked fucking good in the preseason game. Yeah, and it's good that they finally got him involved in the in the uh, in the passing game. I mean, he got two targets within like the first quarter basically of the game and if he's getting four or five targets a game on top of a rushing workload that he's getting damn it's gonna be a scary thing out there in seattle in the fourth fifth round yeah 100 percent. and uh just one other takeaway from that game tyler lockett was on the field for all 17 of wilson's snaps he got four of wilson's nine attempts so that's a 44 percent target share dk metcalf was mispracticed he uh had a strained oblique for a while and now he's undergoing some sort of knee procedure and yeah makes, supposedly um, it's it's minor but like anything at this point and in the it's too close to the season and you're talking about a guy that's had a problem staying healthy in the past so right. it, and the season hasn't even of, started he's already having issues i've seen a lot of doctors weigh in on this and they're talking about how like his lack of agility and his lack of explosiveness from the core and like the groin muscles are what's causing a lot of these injuries mm-hmm. and going back to college people want to talk about his athleticism but he missed so many fucking games in college mm-hmm. and this yeah. is a recurring thing everyone here is only faster bigger and stronger now so like yeah he's exactly. not getting tackled by these small guys that he was in college and he's getting he's gonna get beat up so let Metcalf fall to someone else or let him drop to the waivers this I mean Tyler Lockett's gonna see a fucking 35 percent target share or something yeah. in this offense I think he's he's uh, he's been atop that like tier of guys for me in the fourth fifth round you know the Tyler Boyd's Ridley's mm-hmm. he's been atop that list for me but this kind of just more so secures it that was another takeaway I had I know you wanted to talk about carry Johnson for a second yeah uh, I'm, I gotta pee but continue on I'll be keep back. paying I don't I know CJ Anderson you worship him I know that no, let's, let's pump the brakes on that but yeah but I'm he's, a fan. he's Carry on's not getting full workload. It's very concerning to me. They're taking him out on third downs. He was taken out on the second down. I think it was uh, midway through the first. That, it's, to me, is very concerning. We're all pretty high on him, and it's a great situation with a great talent. Mm-hmm. But if he's getting that workload eaten into, I'm going to have to move him back, which I don't want to do. See, it's, it seems like they're going to be splitting carries, but you just change your shirt. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> you see what my shirt is? No. Yeah, you got to look at it. I can't see it. Are you fucking kidding me? Is this a joke? Where did you? Why? How? Where do I get one? Oh, so good. I'll give you one, one guess who made it. George. Facts. Yeah. Motherfucker. So no wonder why he's been so nice to me. He knew this was, was coming waiting. today. He, this came to my fucking apartment weeks ago, but we had the fucking Elvin, Evan Silva one. We had the league meeting, so I couldn't whip it out until right no, fucking now. You sent that to Evan Silva. This is... Oh, facts. <laughs> that, I was thinking about tweeting a picture of it to him and see what his I will say was, something. I, I will say something that's very funny. It's it hilarious. really is. I yeah. hate myself for that picture, that face. I think it's great that it came I out. Will also say, <laughs> I will also say, I will also say, if you take that away, that's a sweet tank top, like just a plain white one. That would be yeah, a I'm sweet look. A fan. I am <laughs> so fucking pissed. You know what, George? I'm coming to where you live. Don't come to where I live. I'm coming to where you live, and I'm beating the piss out of you. Wow. Love I, it. You heard it. I here. knew there was Showdown. a reason why he was being so nice to me. <laughs> yeah, 100%. like on the side, just like being really nice. We had to wait a long time to whip this out. So fuck. Yeah, I like, love that I you didn't even it. notice it. For I can't see it. <laughs> you were just like, did you change your shirt? And I was yeah. Like, yeah, when you laughed like that, I was like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I set yeah, that up. Like as soon as I got here, I put the shirt in the bathroom, knowing <laughs> I was gonna change. That's why. Remember when we were taking a selfie, and I was like, oh wait. You wanted to I, wear I wanted that. to put yeah, this on, yeah, but I also yeah. wanted to surprise nah, you. Yeah, that's why. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. you were like, "What the fuck are you saying back there?" <laughs> I was like, I, "Fuck you." You also just said I have to pee, and you literally came back in like two seconds. Yeah, it was like, very wait, quick. No toilet what? flush. Exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. But we were. So you call getting fucking finesse. You're talking about Karen Johnson. Like something about a great situation. That's what I heard from you. No, I. I said great talent, going great into it, we, we liked it because yeah. there was no Theo Riddick who was gonna. You know, been the mainstay back there, and we liked carry on going in, but they're not keeping him on the field. KJ was pulled down. on all three third downs, two yeah. to CJ, yeah, don't, one to Don't Ty like Johnson. that so at all. I can I, understand if it was like yeah. third and one, and it was CJ both right. times. I'm like, okay with that, but Ty Johnson, the rookie, like he's a poor yeah. man's version of Are they Carrion. just like, third is it preseason? Are they just kind of playing around? Dude, I think it's just like, this is what we're going to get. Or is it because. Patricia's a Belichick guy, and he's going to do a running back by committee. No matter what, I think what. he like doesn't know what he's doing, but he just like wants to pretend he's Belichick. He's, he's like, like uh, "You go in there." Now. Yeah, I remember yeah. Bill doing this. Yeah, so, he like, like, got another running back. Bill just sent players out, and it worked. So here, <laughs> yeah. go for a string running back. Get in there. Get in there. <laughs> Fucking screen pass down the field. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it, it's concerning to me because third down is the pass catching down, and that's where I thought. We'd, we'd see carry on, you know. What we need to see in the third in the third preseason game is, has Stafford played yet? Was he playing in this one? No. Uh, no. I don't what we need play. to see is a two-minute drill. 
with the first yes. team offense yep. to yep. see who's really out there. I think it's going to be KJ. I can't imagine like who the fuck else is built to be on. This I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to be closely watching. That I wouldn't be though. really worried about CJ Anderson just because he he hasn't been durable his entire no. career. I, so I'm, like Ty Johnson is going to have a role in this backfield. Yeah, yeah. I would be more worried about Ty Johnson. Him, it was just the fact that CJ was coming in for Carryon on those third downs, which yep. I just it's I not a good look. I mean, look what he did with Blunt last year. It was halfway through the season, and Carryon Johnson was averaging six yards a carry. Garrett Blunt was averaging literally 2.7 yards per carry, but he kept feeding him the mm-hmm. same number of carries. After the bye, KJ took over. But, like, are they going to do that with TJ Anderson again? Didn't carry on average like 5.6 yards a carry or something stupid? Yeah, like that like him and Aaron year. Jones like led the NFL in yards per carry. It's and, ridiculous. Uh, I don't know. They so just don't want to keep him on It's the just field. another murky situation. So, for those of y'all that pushed his ADP up to the second round, continue to not do that anymore. No, I please. like him in the fourth. Yeah, ideally it's the fourth. If you're going to own carry-on, you're probably going to have to get him in the third. Otherwise, you're probably not going to own him. Um, One other thing I would like to mention, and you tweeted about this, about Ty Montgomery. He he has taken every single snap with the first team at running back. There's no Elijah McGuire. There's no Blau Powell. There's no whatever the fuck else they got going on in that backfield. Ty Montgomery has been involved, and on every single snap with the first team, while Le'Veon Bell sits, he's and not playing. And looks good. He's, yeah, looked, he's good. looked very good, very versatile. We forget that Tymont like had that. He was run. a wide receiver. He had that run at the end of the Packers season a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and going into the next season, he was like a fourth round pick because people yeah, thought he was going to be the workhorse in yep. Green Bay. We were all making fun of him because he was he wore he only and was getting handoffs. He's going to have a role there, man. Yeah, I, I think he will for sure because I don't see Le'Veon being the guy all season. Just in, in that in that Gase offense, I How don't do you see him losing work though. In which what avenue do you see him? I see the only way is him getting like same because I don't see like from a talent. Like, I just don't see him getting thirty touches a game. No, of course not. If you st- if you're gonna tell me he's getting thirty touches a game, you'd be my fucking. But I mean, one he was. What was he getting? In, in what was he getting with Pittsburgh? 25, 30 touches. Uh, yeah. I mean, sometimes, but I don't know, twenty one or some shit. Yeah, he's not gonna touch that in, in New York. We'll see. I mean, they've been using timeout very like versely, versa, versatility, Vers- versatility. Is that a fucking? That's nah, not. Vers- that's not it. Versatile. Uh, versatile. In, in very versatile ways, I guess. Damn. Taking- I want to figure out that word. Yeah. Versatile. They've been using him very verse, versatile. They've been versatile. using him in a very versatile way. Versatility. That's it That's right it. there. That's They've it. been using yeah. him very versatility, uh-huh. and he's been, you know, running screen passes, getting throws from the slot and stuff. So that's cool. Chris Herndon has also played on every single snap except one for the Jets. I still can't pull the trigger on redra- in redraft leagues because he's missing the four I games. Know, I four can games. because it's a tight end position. You can or can't? I can. Yeah. It's it's a tight end position. Yeah, but like I'm he's ca- just gonna sit on your bench for four I'm games. Kinda, so what? I'm kind of with I kind of side more with you because if I'm not getting a an Ertz, Kelsey, or like a Kittle, or he's gonna come back Andrew, fresh and ready I've, to I've go. I drafted Herndon in the 14th round of every basketball, basketball draft I've done over the last like three weeks. Oh yeah, I, I think I could get drop. I think yep. I could get by with say a I don't like an Ajoku or something, and then. Feel very confident in putting Herndon in week five. Herndon's yeah. a fucking beast. Exactly. He's going to be a fucking beast. So I think he's worth it. I think Darnold That's is, what I'm saying. is tight I end mean, such a I fluky kind of position. I also I think do- Darnold's going to be a fucking really good quarterback, yeah. too, in Superflex Leagues. Yep. That yeah. offense has looked very fucking good. It has, surprisingly. Good. Dude, everyone's hating on Adam Gase. You guy, guy knows football. Guy he's sucks. A, he's an idiot. He knows football. He could suck my ass. He's an idiot. And I think that beard is giving him a lot of confidence. I also I don't love the receiving core. Like I don't. Beard, guys. I don't like Robbie Anderson. I don't think he's that good. I think Crowder will eventually get hurt, and Herndon's gonna think, have all yeah, these fucking targets. I just think it's like those mouths to feed kind of thing. Where it's, yeah, they're like a light version of whoever. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just like and we and we we could also say that we saw Herndon play well. Him and Darnold last year were towards the end of the year were developing great chemistry together. Yeah, that's his go-to guy. So when he gets back, I'm very confident in him. Being a, a major player in the tight end game. Yeah, so I'm excited to see what happens in New York this year, but just wanted to throw that, that note in there. Keepers? Keepers. Keepers? Keepers, keepers, keepers. So here's how we're going to do this. We basically looked at guys who would be good keepers for um, drafts this year. They may not necessarily produce for you in 2019. Maybe they'll come on the second half of the year, or maybe they're in better situations. Um Going into next year due to contract things, whatnot. Uh, one of y'all, take it away. My guy. Not TJ Yeldon. Jesus. Not TJ okay. Yeldon. It's not TJ Yeldon. We had to, we had to delete TJ Yeldon from the show sheet before this started. <laughs> it is Jameson Crowder, who you briefly just brought up. Interesting. His, uh, listen. We're listening. Sam Darnold played 24 snaps through the Jets' two, first two preseason games. Anderson and Nunwa played every snap, and Crowder played 22 out of those 24. So and he was aligned in the slot he's on a, he's thirteen slot of those plays, which was fifty nine percent. Yeah, he but Quincy Newman jumps in the slot every now and then. Sure. Listen, slot well, is listen. hot now. Slots the slots the slot way to go. Hot. Slots the way to go. You want a slot receiver on your team. He's his ADP thirteen ten. Do you think he's going to do well this year? 
I actually do. He's going to be kind of like a safety valve. At least yeah. the first four weeks of the season, while Herndon's gone. You know yeah. those those crossing routes, those uh, over the in the in the middle in the in the soft zones and stuff like that. I could totally see Jameson Crowder getting six, seven targets a game. Yeah, eight, eight targets a game, no problem. He uh, had. I mean, he's never been able to stay on the field. Though that's the only issue. But you're getting him so late. Yeah, not, I, you're not taking. Him why? Why? Around. Why is he like a keeper thing for you though? Like, why are you excited about him next year over like? Because Sam Darnold's young and he's growing, and I don't see. I have Darnold on my list for this. Category. Yeah, and I have you know James Crowder just signed that that three year deal. Yeah. He's going to be there next year. Up, yeah. He's going to be there next year. Slot is like a cushion for these these quarterbacks, and you know I think it's going to end up being Robbie Anderson's going to be the big shot guy down the field, and that's it. They said yeah, he's he running routes now, but he's he's like 190 pounds. Yeah. So how much is I feel like Jamison Crowder is probably like 100 fucking 70 pounds. But he's in a different position. I know. So listen, I just like here I had his career in the slot, 67.9 overall grade, 45 explosive plays, which is Eighth and six point two yards after the catch. I mean, I'm, also I'm on board with him as as a so safety top valve ten. While while fucking Herndon's out, I I don't know. I never Crowder was never someone who excited me in Washington. Everyone always got excited about like the production he had on the field, but it, he never really had that. No, much production. two years ago, I remember like going up to the draft board, so excited to draft him because I thought he was going to be a fucking breakout player yeah he's a situation player where if he winds up in this in the right situation i think he could do well which yeah. i think we'll see in the beginning we of the year i mean he had in 2016 he had 847 yards 55 it was his longest he had seven touchdowns yeah that's a pretty good year but it's also three years ago and 2017 a lot of in between he declined then. a little bit but then he was he was banged up for these years that, but that's how he operates he's always banged up yeah but well, i will pivot to sam darnold because i think darnold is a guy that right now he's going off the board at like quarterback 22, 24, something like that. And if you're in a keeper league, obviously you want these younger guys who are going to progress quickly. And the second year, the third year jump for quarterbacks is when you see that happen, right? We saw it with like Mitch Trubisky last year. We're going to see it with a few of the rookies from this year. You know, Baker's going to take a huge jump up. I think we'll see it from Darnold. I do think he's like one year away still from being that like top 12 every week starter in your lineup. But they're doing a good job putting the pieces together for him, man. I also yeah. think this this offensive line is pretty banged up right now. They lost like two guys already. And I think they have one guy who's possibly coming back i don't know it's a pretty shitty situation but the weapons are developing i i think it's going to be one more year before you're feeling really good about him mm -hmm. um but I'm, I'm feeling good about him as like a quarterback two in super flex leagues right now because their offenses look pretty dynamite he's looked like his arm strength has really gone up i know we've seen a lot of reports about that but he's firing it pretty accurately too he's looked he's looked a lot like uh, daniel jones over there the other quarterback in new york very accurate on short intermediate throws zipping the ball moving sure. well outside of the pocket i don't think he's turned the ball over yet this and that's his big thing he throws a lot in himself yeah he turns right the ball over a lot. and he's, he's looked better so uh I'm, I'm on board with sam darnold kind of progressing quickly i mean he came into the league last year he was the youngest quarterback yeah. ever to start a fucking game yeah he's got great hair too and, so. <laughs> and what you want to see from a young quarterback like that is progression over the course of the year and by the end of the year he was playing really really well and i think we're going to see that carry over so if we get some continuity going between the weapons and the offensive line and things uh darnold right now where he's going in drafts i think is a very very good investment yeah i like Darnold. i think he's he's a ball player man uh hate saying it because he's a jet but he's gonna be very good so i i'm actually gonna go to rookie here rookie running back um kind of kind of big hype i mean he was playing he wasn't playing with the ones but justice hill who was very impressive to me when I watched, mm -hmm. uh, he had 10 carries, 49 yards, and he had a touchdown. But he forced nine missed tackles. On 12 fucking. Uh, on 12. Like, are you kidding mm -hmm. me? 12 you touches, the, nine missed tackles. You saw the tweet. There's a tweet from somebody that was like, he forced nine missed tackles on and 12 Mark carries. Mark hasn't done that. Hadn't done that in five, five years. years. I was going to say, I need. we needed to slow the hype train a little bit on Justice Hill because he was someone I was really excited about. But the guy hasn't stepped on the field with the ones. I know. Yet. I know. It's, it's he big. ran like one route with Lamar, ja Lamar Jackson last week. But like, it's consistently Ingram, Dixon, Gus Edwards, then Justice Hill. I couldn't agree more, but I don't see anything Kenneth Dixon. I think he's just bad. I, I'm sorry. I used to like him, but he's not really exciting me. Ingram, while probably still will be productive this year, they're in a run-oriented offense. I just like, like visually, just the eye test. I know it wasn't with the ones. It was against backups, but... The way he was able to force missed tackles, his quick speed, and then his agility. I, I don't know. I, I like him. He's going, what, 13th, 14th round? Yeah. Probably so. I mean, for yeah, for later for keepers, absolutely. Because yeah, I can see guy, he'll I go can, earlier in sleep. Yeah, I can see leads, him but. maybe later on in the year getting fresh legs in yep. there and, and producing, and then you know you're not his drafting him for this year. No, of course not. That's why going to be your keeper. Exactly. That's exactly. Yeah, this I, segment right now. I was really excited yeah. about him coming so, in. And I've been writing the recaps each week for preseason in, in the draft guide, and like he was someone I wanted to focus on because I wanted to see how much run he got with the ones. 
It's not a lot. It's not there yet. No. And that, that's the problem. Is like for years we saw like Kenneth Dixon dominate in the preseason. Oh, missed tackles force. He's so elusive. And yeah. then the Ravens just, you know, he either gets hurt. They just don't give him the opportunity. So for this backfield, like, listen, I'm all in on his talent. And I'm all in on like using those statistics to kind of skew your way into loving the guy. Yeah, yeah. It's, we it, also have to understand. Like, this is what preseason yourself. is for. Like, right. a lot of people yourself. don't pay attention to it enough to the point where it's like, what are the usage with the ones? But the Ravens are telling us right now that Hill is not. It's not being used no, he's not. He's not ready to go with the ones yet. That's, what I'll be excited about? Yeah. What I'll be excited about is like if the, when do the teams really start making cuts? I think after after week three usually. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say uh, because I'm, I'm assuming Dixon or Gus Edwards will probably get gonna, cut. one of them. Are it's probably gonna get. Right. It's probably gonna be Dixon. So if one of them gets cut this week and then we see Hill get maybe like 30% of the snaps with the ones, I'll start getting excited because right. we know the talent is there and he could eventually eat into the workload. Like when you see him play, he's just a whole nother level of speed. That's what I'm saying. Like, just the eye have. test alone. And then you read into the numbers and us in the fantasy football community loved Miss Cavs. Yes, nine of them. I, that, that pops out of you right away. Yeah. So you see that, you read the numbers. We want to see him with the ones, which is obviously understandable. And like you said, hopefully week week three is the big, the big, big week. Starters usually play into the third quarter, so mm-hmm. he'll have more of an opportunity there. But one of those backs is going to get cut, so next year I could see, I could see Mark Ingram dying. I don't, you know, he <laughs> yeah. just feels like a fossil to me. Yep, um, they'll probably run him into the ground because Lamar Jackson can't throw the football. So we'll we'll see. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm good on Justice Hill for next year for sure. Another guy I like, another rookie wide receiver out in Philly is JJ Arcega Whiteside. Now, Arcega, we are. They got Whiteside. We have liked him for for a minute now. He's been mm-hmm. pretty high up on our rookie rankings for a while. Now, when you look at the situation they have there, he's currently the wide receiver four behind Alshon, behind Nelson Aguilar, behind Deshaun Jackson. I mean, all of these guys have dealt with some sort of injuries over the last few years. So as soon as one of them goes down, he's the next guy to step up. I've watched most of Jaws' snaps this preseason. He's not really running with the ones much, and we haven't seen Wentz be out there, so it's hard to get a clear picture. But he's looked really fucking good in the limited time that he's played. Alshon is signed through 2021, but next year he takes a significant dead cap drop off so he could be a maybe, potential trade camp. trade or cut trade or uh, it's still over like six million dollars to cut him so i'm not sure they're gonna oh, they're gonna yeah, cut okay. him okay. but right now it's like 18 million so they definitely can't yeah, cut him now. Not doing that. but next year could be a trade candidate um nelson aguilar is a free agent after this year so i'm assuming he's gonna be gone yep Deshaun Deshaun Jackson, jackson's on his way out i mean well, how he's, many more years they, he have left he has they signed him to a three-year and it's pretty mm-hmm. loaded probably played two throughout i would oh, say wow. two yeah but um yeah i when i looked in i was like wow they're serious about this but jeffrey has injury history problem too so jeffrey and deshaun jackson so there are a lot of avenues for JJ to get into this lineup at one point. And I'm pretty sure at one point during this year, he's going to be a guy that becomes like one of the top waiver wire pickups throughout the year that we all get kind of excited for as his snaps like slowly move into, you know, a, a higher percentage. And, you know, just look at who he is as a raw talent, 6'2", 225, 454, He's got all the traits. Which puts him like the 90th percentile. He's a guy who produced in college. He dominated on that team. He's amazing in the red zone. Um, Dallas Goddard is dealing with a calf strain. Same thing Derrick Henry's been out with for like a month now. So people are not really talking about that. But Zach Ertz, you know, is back up the draft board because Goddard's probably going to miss some time. If that's the case, they need more red zone weapons. And Jaws kind of stepped into that role. We've heard so much throughout the preseason already about how dominant he's been in the end zone, in the red zone. So, J.J., uh, I think he will crack the lineup and make an impact this year. But next year, I think it's all systems go for him. My next guy here, you guys have heard his name before. I've mentioned him a couple times. Oh, sweet Jesus. It's not TJ Eldon. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought we took him. <laughs> it is Rashard Higgins. Love it. He is 24 years old, ADP. I have unknown because he's not really getting he's drafted getting a lot. Drafted. He's getting, I've started taking him in like the 17th. Yeah, he's going in very, like maybe the 15th round, 16th, if, you know, in some deeper leagues, which I get it. He's a wide receiver three on the Browns, but... Just look at this preseason numbers real quick. Week one, five receptions, 98 yards, and a 24-yard touchdown from Baker Mayfield. On the first-team drive. Yeah, on the first-team drive. So there's some rapport there with him and Baker. They Absolutely. they have something going on. Week two, four receptions, 34 yards with Garrett Gilbert. So not the best, Good. but he still looks very solid when he's out there. He's run nice routes. Speed's not there. He ran a 4.640. But, you know, who else ran a 4.640? Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice ran a four six forty. Facts. He ran a four six forty. Yeah, that's why he went. That's why he fell so far in his draft. Yikes! But people don't that's, take that's into an account. Greg, Jerry Rice. I'm not comparing the two <laughs> no, of them. I know, I'm just know. you know. I, know. But I would compare them. I think they're a good comparison. The the, um, the thing you have to look at game speed. You look at game speed. You also have to look at the opportunity there because yeah. Antonio Callaway was someone I was targeting in like the 17th of all the basketball drafts. Then he's now he's suspended for the first four games. Yep. He's dealt with so many fucking off the field issues that the Browns got to be off the field issues, and soon. he drops a lot of balls. He drops a lot of balls. So Rashard Higgins is the number three there. It's like Jarvis Landry is running the slot routes. Odell is on the outside uh, opposing Higgins, so that's gonna he's gonna have no coverage. He's gonna on him. get targets. Last year he you know took him a little while to get going. 
He also, this is, this is actually really interesting. Highest PPR points per target, Rashard Higgins, is number fourth on the list. Behind Tyreek Hill, Mike Williams, and Tyler Lockett. Granted, the sample size is small, but you can just see that there is a rapport building between him and Baker. If you look at the last two weeks of Seventh last in, season. in yards per target last year. Uh, second overall in production premium. Tenth overall in target premium on player profiler. 18th best QB rating when targeted in all of the NFL yep. among wide receivers. Um, so, yeah, dude, Higgins is uh, a very, very sneaky, good late-round pick that I think is going to end up. wouldn't surprise me whatsoever if he cracked the top 30 fantasy wide receivers Yeah, I could year. see him with five touchdowns, no problem. 100%. I could see, right? him, with, I could see him with like six, seven, yeah. Yeah, 100%. And, and maybe catch 50 to 60 balls for 800 yards or something. I think yeah, he's going to have plenty and of And if games. Odell goes down, he's— He will go down. Okay, so when, when, El- when, when Odell go goes down, down short Higgins stock, boom. Facts. Soaring. So you're, you're just beating it to the punch, baby. Yeah, I'm all over it. I'm all over Shard Higgins. I'm all over it. You know what's funny? That might be the first thing under the radar great thing you've said. No, that's not true. In the history of your life, Since actually. November. Not just on this show. Yeah. That's false. No. No. It's not that false. No. You see um, Odell also endorsed Higgins? They what, said the president? Yeah. <laughs> they said, like, uh, like how are you feeling? He's like, oh, my hip's fine, but you see my boy balling or something like that? What do you say? Higgins Uh-oh. is about to blow the fuck up. Hundo P, the Higginator. Said the hip is fine, but also mentioned that Rashard Higgins is rolling. Skirt. Let's talk about Josh Gordon. Yeah, oh yeah, we got to bring him so Josh Gordon has been reinstated by the NFL. I actually haven't looked into the details because I don't care what the fuck happens. He's, I'm just not drafting him. No, because he's not going to play. I've had so many questions like DMs and stuff. Like, what should what I, do I do with Josh Gordon? Yeah, how yeah, much how fab, fab should I spend I on him? Like, If it's preseason don't. fab, if it's preseason fab, like... There's not yeah. much left of the preseason, so you can go Blow spend a significant portion on it. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably spend all of it on it. Fuck it. It's yeah, pre-season. but if the, if the fab does not reset when the regular season starts, then obviously don't do that because I, it's just people are like, his upside is wide receiver one, his downside is top 24. I'm like, that's ridiculous. His downside is just never fucking stepping Yeah, his downside is not playing in the NFL. People just act like, oh my God, it's, it's the NFL stopping him from stepping on the field because of the weed. It's like, no, Josh... The, he the stopped problem, himself last season. Thanks. Like the biggest problem is the NFL is not the one holding Josh Gordon back. Josh Gordon no. is holding Josh, Josh Gordon Gordon's back. Holding Josh Gordon. He's back. stepped away from the game like multiple times. It's not the NFL making him step away from the game. He's got fucking demons in his head. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen. Right. Everyone's got some demons. I hope the absolute best for him, but he can't be trusted. No. I'm not trusting him to. I'm not. If you have him already on your team, congrats. Fine, yeah. And fine. I tweeted this out. It was like national fucking ex. I forget what the fucking word I even yeah, said. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It was like about. everyone was just ratioing out Josh Gordon's stats. It was like, oh, well, in games where he played 60% of the snaps yeah. and Tom Brady targeted him more than two times, he was averaging 16,000 yards last year. And it's like, okay, like, stop doing that because none of that matters. His biggest concern is being on the fucking field. If he's on the field, sure, he's going to be good. But he's not going to be 2014. When was the, that well, That's year? the problem. Everyone's still holding out for that Browns year. Right? Yeah. yeah. Still holding out Six for that. Six fucking years ago. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, that, you guys... You, I I mean I'm not he's he's in the category where I'm not touching him probably before like the ninth round if yeah. that and it's nothing to do with his talent it's just him. does he need to go through right more here. loops to get back on the field I feel like I don't know more, I feel like on the NFI list and I'm not I'm not even sure yeah I'm not sure I mean his, maybe the Patriots have some stuff they want Dude, we don't even know if the Patriots are gonna like play him at all yeah they know? might just be like we don't want to have to deal with this on our team I, I don't know they that, that's they've not been the case behind because, his back yeah. the whole time yeah, they've for a while. signed him like they they really been been pushing hard for him so yeah and the, we'll see the Pats change. are no bullshit team so they obviously yeah. see something there but for me I mean it sounds like the consensus here is that we're staying away from Josh Gordon and yeah. like no sort of valuable pick should be used on Josh Gordon no. right now because there's just so many possible ways that it just doesn't work and out shit like I one I can't trust him and I also think that offense is is going very run heavy so True. where is he he fully getting all of his upside from yep. so I'm not. Tom Brady's still going to throw like 28 touchdowns. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying it's not. I'm not racing to the podium to draft Josh Gordon. Yeah, no way. Not someone I'm excited. No, about. I'm not. I'm not taking the risk to because it, it costs too much. To, there will to be pay someone else him. who buys into the hype that takes him to, earlier than take any of us. Somebody else can fall to you. Take. All right, let's uh, let's talk about a couple more keepers before we get into the hurt. I know we both like Devin Singletary. Yes, yes, I love um, love him. So the way the preseason has gone so far is that they gave Frank Gore the start in Week One. And let him have all the snaps while they sat Shady McCoy. Week two, they flipped the script and they started Shady and sat Frank Gore. Devin Singletary has been the second back in for both of those games. So he's running with the twos right now. He's got a couple snaps with the ones. He's looked good. I'm not sure I'm that excited about him. It's still a leaky offense, so it's not. It's a leaky offense that doesn't project to have a lot of scoring opportunities. Not excited for him as in like this season? Yeah. Or overall? I, you know what? It's weird because right before the combine— 
Like when I just watched the film, Devin Singletary is my favorite running back in the class. He's yep. so fucking elusive. Mm-hmm. As soon as he clocked in at like the 4.64, I'm like, ooh, this guy's athleticism might be shot. And I think a lot of that comes on to the NFL field. When you watch him preseason, he looked elusive, but he looked kind of slow. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't able to beat players around the corner. Yeah. And that will only get you so yeah. far. So my concern is that his ceiling is capped. Like you want to draft him as the RB1 in Buffalo, but like how many touches is his ceiling even? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At any point of his career yeah. is what I'm saying. Because he's very small too. Well, I like what I saw out of the backfield. He's got eight targets in two games, limited right. action. So, I mean, that, that's definitely, definitely something – something good to hold your hat on and the opportunity for next year as we're look, you know talking about keepers and you're talking about next Frank, year Frank Gore is hopefully gone Frank Gore is going to be gone I, would, Shady's gonna I wouldn't be, be surprised if all three guys outside of Singletary are not are gone. in Bill's uniform so, yeah, so he's going to have he's going to jump into that opportunity as long as he seizes it and I don't see why he wouldn't but obviously like you said that the learning curve from the rookie to the NFL it's a lot faster He's got to adjust but we I def- just don't know if his athleticism will let him you know what I mean like he's just not fast enough to it could very, well, guy, could very yeah. well be the case. I, I think he's going to get his opportunity, especially next year, like we said, with all those guys being gone. But Maybe he puts together like a fucking Justin Forsett year or something like that. Who knows? It's possible. But, yeah, like I, I love Devin Singletary just off of raw ability, but I'm having a harder and harder time kind of buying into yeah. – Anyone in this backfield, like, really? I think I, lo- I like so I like more that his situation going into next year. Yeah. It'll be a third, you know, Josh Allen's third year, so you'd hope he'd be a little bit better. But I we'll can't see. believe Robert Foster's not fucking running with the ones. It's a travesty. It's kind of upsetting. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. I feel like everyone thought he was definitely going to be... Me like too, the, and then they the just decided the to throw like fucking Zay Jones out there. And Cole well, Beasley's Cole Beasley came in and what fucking happened, and John Brown. Yeah, but Robert Foster should be the number two outside with John Brown. There's no reason Zay Jones should be out there. He's so bad. Zay Jones. Fucking, Jones he's so bad. It's not fucking just Zay Jones. He's shut your mouth. Is that all we got? I don't know. We want to talk about Chris Herndon too. Yeah, I, we t- we talked about him in the beginning, but but um, if he's falling in your drafts, he's gonna be a stud yeah. at the tight end position. He's gonna be like a top eight tight end for the next foreseeable yes fucking three to five years. So and obviously, this is we're talking keepers. So we're really thinking obviously a little bit about this year, but more so next year. So he's not hopefully not gonna be suspended for the first four games next year and can just take off week one. So. Very high on Chris Herndon. I love Chris Herndon. I wanted to mention real quick. I don't have like big facts or anything really, but um, McCall Hardman. I think if you McCall get Hardman's look good, man. In like the thirteenth round, this is ADP right now. Why not? I mean, Tyreek Hill has a history of not being the best person on earth. So who knows if the Chiefs want to put up with that much? Maybe they win a Super Bowl this year and they say, "All right, Tyreek, go get the fuck out of here." And McCall, we're gonna we're gonna work with you now. It's also, also very dangerous. Also, to have like Sammy Watkins, bro. Do you, know, you know what's funny about dynasty trades? Remember the trade I made for Sammy Watkins from. Uh, Scott, I don't know if either of you guys remember, uh, but at the time it was like an no. easy win for me. It was Sammy Watkins for JJ, our Sega Whiteside, our Sega mm. Whiteside, and a second round pick. Going oh, back, wow. I would take Jaws in a second round pick yeah. in a fucking heartbeat. Yeah, you were, you know, that, to, that was an in the moment trade. We, well, that we was also because we, Tyreke like, at that time play. we were like convinced Tyreek Hill wasn't even going to play this year. Right. Yeah, and I was like, let's do it. But yeah, now looking back on it, I'm like, mm. I wish I could have. Listen, that I, I'm just looking. I just want to uh, week one of preseason. Uh, McCall Harmon, he had two receptions, 31 yards, and a touchdown. And then he had week two. He had the one catch for 17 yards, and it was a touchdown catch. So he's getting targeted. He's being he's carrying over his explosive plays from college. Yeah. Which is good to see because he did a lot have of, the, a lot um, of players can't do that. It was like on a punt return where he tried to like run backwards and like around, and he got caught. So, listen. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to throw a guy that. there out on punt return, like he's your most athletic player, you got to let him do what he does. But here, I'm looking at here. Do you think McCall Harmon has a chance to do this? Tyreek Hill's first season. 83 targets, 61 receptions, 593 yards, six touchdowns. No, no. No, not where the targets. Where is he going to play? That. Yeah. Well, that's the problem with this year. But, I mean, you know, in the future, could you see him developing yeah. into, like, a yeah. shitty Tyreek Hill? Uh, yeah. I mean, a sh- depending on what you mean by shitty Tyreek Hill. Shitty. Like, no, not shitty, but, like, Tyreek Hill is... Like a lesser Ty- Tyreek Hill? You, where do you, like, the same kind of... When was the last time you saw a player like Tyreek Hill that his, his size and speed... He's so small. What I think so is going to happen with Nicole Harmon yeah, is like them. I think they're going to use him as like a almost like a gadget player, like a Percy Harvin, where it's like you, you're never going to depend on him as like a real you nice outside wide receiver. Yeah, like, like have a lot of design plays. Or how about a throwback to the old Kansas City days of Dante Hall? Oh hell yeah! Well, I feel like all he did was return. That's all, that's all he did. He was so good. He was so fucking. Yeah. Uh, he was amazing. He yeah. was like he's iconic. He's an iconic. He's an iconic. Him and Priest Holmes, man. How did they? Yeah, I remember like, when they started off that year like eleven and zero or something like oh, that, yeah. and he had like a kick return for touchdown almost every fucking yeah, game. Yeah, one sick. of my favorite football games ever was was uh, the playoff game between the Chiefs and the Colts, where it was like 45-48. There was no punts. It was every that drive. was like semi recently. I feel like that, that was, was within the last like five years. Luck, wasn't no, 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 no. Different one? Uh, yeah, it's a different one. Oh, oh this that was a long time ago. Yeah, but yeah, yes, like, you're right. It was the same one when the Col- 
The Chiefs were up like 21. The Colts came back. And that ridiculous play where luck, like, I guess the football was fumbled. Was this during the Peyton Manning it. era? Huh? Was this during the Peyton Manning era? It was during the Peyton. I think it was Peyton Manning and Trent Green was the quarterback. For oh, wow. <laughs> Wait. I put up uh, our selfie and I said, special guest Jeffrey Dahmer in the dungeon today. Wade comments, that man's Wikipedia page is twisted. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Wade. He probably didn't know who Jeffrey Dahmer was. So no, no, he had to look him up. I was like, whoa. Person. He had to look him up. No, he's, uh, he's definitely in here. He's probably going to fucking kill us after this episode, Wade. <laughs> Every time I think of Jeffrey Dahmer, yeah, I, I think, think so. so hopefully, ring, uh, I think of the ringer. Hopefully you guys like some of those keepers. Maybe yeah, I hope, you got, I hope you got some value. I would like to know uh, what you guys think of some of the late round picks for your drafts. Yeah, who, and who you're targeting for next exactly. year. Exactly. Any guys that you're targeting, I'd love to know because I could use some. Right, you could definitely use, I could the use help, them, even yeah. though we eliminated. I could use keepers. the help this year. Yeah, it's true. Fuck, you I'm should so draft Mark Ingram. Good uh, by keeper. the way, I'm very mad about that. About what? I'm kind of no mad about it now too. I'm a little bit upset. Too. Right, I feel like we're all having a little like yeah. buyer's remorse on the voting now. Well, I didn't vote. No, I voted. I didn't. Keep him. I actually didn't vote. I was the last one, but we already yeah. lost the vote. Well, like, I get it. Fuck. I get, maybe maybe we can bring it up next time. Maybe like in every four year thing, just start completely fresh. But I mean. Right before the World Cup, we allow keepers. That's might to be a keep good for idea. the next year. Yeah. That it's would just, be pretty... it's just you get rewarded. I, I don't think it's that's a bad thing. I see you, dog. All right, herd of goats. Herd uh, of goats. Bah! What kind of sound does a goat make? We're gonna take <laughs> South Dakota and fucking let me, let Minnesota. Me, let, let me. Call, no! Let me call Eli Manning. Oh, uh, good one. Uh, I'm pretty sure they ba, right? Or is that sheep? I'm fucking so pissed right now. <laughs> that was good. Come on. That was not bad. That was good. All right. Who's got the GO1? Me. Who? Drunk Munchies. Number one. I think we all know. Pizza. You love it so much you didn't even finish it. <laughs> well, I was saving it for this. Yeah. And now it's disgusting. Is but, it? I'll take it. Is, is it cold yet? Is it cold pizza? <laughs> is it cold yet? Because no. <laughs> this is a huge argument. It was a huge argument. I I voted or I picked pizza, and animals like, can I do cold pizza? No. <laughs> I was gonna make you specify from where because yeah. I'm surprised you didn't say Domino's. Pizza. Well, Dom- Domino's is easily the best drunk pizza. Yeah, it is it's so fucked good. up. It really is. But I'm actually gonna go with pizza overall. All I do is eat pizza. I have like 20 slices a week. And that's Easy really choice. not. It's not an exaggeration. So when you're drunk. It's only 20 times better, and I'm drunk 24-7, so it's <laughs> pizza, drinking. That's 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 the way of life. That's the American way. what snacks way. does. Pizza, that's what drinking. what I do. Pizza, snacks, drinking. That's it. That's a great life. That's a great not life. a healthy one, but a great one. No, I don't care. Not a Li- long one. Live it while you're here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. I got that's two right. Super Bowls. I, I've seen it all. I'm done. You've what actually had a lot of good stuff in the last, yeah. like, eight years or so. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, dude. You're, I think you. you're ready to die. Oh, I'm good. I don't care. Dude, well, there I are some that. Jets fans that haven't had what you had. Two Super Bowls and cancer? Dude, mm-hmm. that's crazy. <laughs> it's nuts. Go. GO2. <laughs> our entire first round, our entire G round is dedicated to fucking Za. Go. Yeah, GO2. So the G2, I have diner food, breakfast uh, Oh, you especially. swapped. I, thought you swapped. Well, I couldn't do cold pizza. You guys Whatever. fucking said no. I didn't say no. I said no. I, just I wanted like... to do cold pizza. Anyway, diner food, but specifically, I focus on the breakfast. Let me ask you something. Is this? Uh, is this like... After a party, you have like four or five people who are still like hammered, and it's like going into the next morning diner food, or yeah, is it like, like a two a.m. diner? I was thinking like six a.m. Like if you stay oh, up all or, night. Or that. I mean, yeah, it I mean, could be two a.m. It could be three a.m. It could be five a.m. Well, that, that six a.m. treat you're like you're drunk, but you're more delusional. It's better at like it's six like a.m. because you're like it's like dazed and confused. Yeah, basically exactly how I think what it is. It, yeah, you know? I mean six a.m. is still good because it's basically like you're eating breakfast at breakfast time, kind of. And so now you don't have to feel like such a fucking psycho. Yeah, you're like I'm just doing what I should be doing, kind of. So diner food, I'm with that. I think yeah. the experience around being at the diner is probably just as fun as yeah. enjoyable as the fucking oh, diner. So there's just so many options, man. You want pancakes? You want corned beef hash? Yeah, I've actually waffle? ordered some weird shit. I in feel college, like we had, in college we had a we had a diner on campus. It was just un- I feel like I would order pancakes and a Philly so cheesesteak and like end up putting syrup on both. And <laughs> oh yeah, I mean I probably together. always get disco fries if I'm hammered too, like oh, cheese no. fries. Oh, disco always. fries with a goat. It's like a table order. Everyone's like, yeah, let's get cheese fries. Yeah, it's like we're gonna split this and like you end up with it like all over your face and your fingers and shit. Go to diner move. Uh, I'm kind of down. We also have that Chick Fil A gift card. No, Shazam. All right, so the G O three, pizza bagels. Mm. I think this is differentiating from regular pizza. I agree. There's nothing better than when you're somewhere and some fucking god, some saint. See, but that's the problem. You need someone to make them. There's always someone that's willing to make yeah. pizza bagels. 
Now, the problem with pizza bagels is if you're drunk, the person making them fucks them up in one of two ways. They either make them way too fucking hot yep. or they don't cook the center of it. Mm-hmm. The center of it's still cold, which, you know, when you're drunk, the cold is better than the hot because you won't yeah. burn yourself and you'll just be like, it's fine. Like, yeah, it's not that bad. But there is not a more welcoming sight than seeing someone come out of the fucking kitchen <laughs> when you're in the living room hammered <laughs> and someone just brings out that tray of pizza yeah, bagels. Yeah. You dominate them. Pizza bagels is my G-O. You get kisses for that. 001 is a good late night Wendy's run. Now, Wendy's was like our fast food by our house. So mm-hmm. basically, as soon as you got your license, that was the first thing you yeah. did. Was you had, had Actually, I 100% think that's exactly where I went when I got no, my I, license. I, yeah. I, me too. I think the day I got it, I went straight from the DMV to Wendy's. Yeah. But when we were that age, like every house party we went to, there would always be someone. There'd be a DD who would take late night orders and come back with so oh, that's mountains right. of fucking fries and junior best. bacon cheeseburgers yeah. and shit. So I'm going Wendy's, junior bacon cheeseburger, and fries. We would dominate those by the fucking half dozen. All day. Yeah. All yeah. day. It's an easy choice. And Boom. all that money was so well spent. That's such a fucking Emerson thing, too. Or it like really this is. area. It, it yeah. very much is. Because that's all we got over here. That's just like, yeah, was that and, Wendy's and if you were lucky, you'd get someone that would be like brave enough to go all the way to Taco Bell. No. You yeah. have to be very lucky. It happens. No. I would take Wendy's over Taco Bell in a second. I wouldn't. I but. Wouldn't. Go. But I am up, and what am I? The 002. 002. 002. This is uh, yeah, double o, Agent 002. Listen, I know you're getting hungry thinking about all this food, but <laughs> let's go. <laughs> let's go. We've got things to do. White Castle Sliders. Great when you're one. drunk, you just you have a DD or you know, whatever. You have someone drive you there. <laughs> or whatever. You order a Crave case, and you go outside, and you eat them Friday Night Light style in the back of the truck or on the hood of the car, and... There's nothing better. You come home, you smell like onions and, and just awfulness, and you get in bed and you wake up and your bed smells Y'all like onions. Some nasty motherfuckers. Like you guys want Taco Bell and White Castle. That it's is good. Like, that is the opposite idea of a good time for dude, me. Dude, when I'm hammered, I just get that like gooey, honestly, the White slimy Castle, burger. Dude, I, I dude. so good. Those things make me throw. You the know fuck what the up. best part? I can't is? eat those. By us, so the fries Met, are fire. MetLife Giant hell. Stadium is right. Is you know it's like 20 minutes from us. On your way home, there's a White Castle. Yes, yeah, right there. So you come back from a Giants game or where or a concert or something. I just went to the Rolling Stones a few weeks ago. We went to White Castle after. Devoured it. Great Devoured place. it. It comes in a suitcase, man. It's a briefcase full swag. of burgers. It's pretty swaggy. It's all. Awesome. That's the coolest like, part about awesome. this order. And they, they got great onion rings. I'm a, I like their fries. Yeah. They, everything's good. I always get the accessories fries. for me are better than the burgers. Those things make me sick so far. Oh, absolutely. Quick. You, they you make me feel so like sick. you feel like cunt three days. After no, but they're like they—they're not like where you eat a Domino's pie and you're like, oh, I feel like a cunt the next day. White Castle legit makes me like it hurts my stomach. I'm like, dude, I can't do this. Oh, well, it's I'm the same fuck. feeling every time though. It's consistent, which I don't it's mind. True. You know what you're getting. Yeah, like, it's I always a yeah, fucking drafting Josh. I know Gordon. like it's how not, my never a good gonna, feeling, but it's a consistent. I know same how my farts are gonna smell. I know what my poop's gonna be like. <laughs> I know how my stomach's gonna feel. It's the same thing every time. You're right. Not an experience that I want to keep fucking reliving over and over again. Definitely do. You you know you know the you know the floor and yeah. you know the ceiling yeah. so yeah because yeah, you poop on the floor <laughs> <laughs> so happens you can't get to the fucking bathroom let's go to a double O three uh okay I kind of going away from the fast food a little bit Chinese food um how do you Brandon if you listen I know one of our yeah, friends is Chinese food all. <laughs> All in on Chinese food. Actually, texted me yesterday. He's like, "I need you to help me make up my mind about Chinese food." For today. <laughs> <laughs> he every like. Well, Do you look, like? I feel like you don't eat Chinese food that often. Me? Yeah, I love Chinese food. Yeah. We get it like once a week at home. What's the go-to order? Uh, just too much. I kind of switch it up every False. week. You don't know shit. Facts. Why would I pick it? Sesame chicken combo platter. Ask me. I, uh, there it is. It, you don't even have to ask me. You got to do it. It really. You know what's the best part of it? Well, Chinese when you're drunk is great because Chinese is like a. It's a good running back. Very versatile. There's yeah. so many different types of like, foods you can go you, with. Low yeah. main spare ribs. Like you, you oh, can put yeah. everything in. You like, always got nice egg roll. You ribs. have to bone spare. Even though, like, if I'm sober, I love a, a regular rib bone. I have. It, I bone, get bone. I don't get the rib. I, like I don't it. get the bone in when I'm sober. I, I do. I don't get the bone in really ever. I like the boneless. Uh, listen, I like the boneless better. But and you know what? You can eat so much of it and still like keep going. My it's order, not yeah. like, entirely yeah. filling. Yeah, like, it's you pretty could fucked have, up. You could have a, you could have a thing of lo mein and you could eat the whole thing. That's because still most of it's most of it's just straight carbs. Right, like, exactly. It doesn't hit you exactly. for a while. It ain't like I was discussing it with protein. George uh, in in like a DM, and we were talking about like what my Chinese order was, and we were talking about how it's so different depending on like where you're at in life. For mm-hmm. me, at least, it's like if you're feeling like a huge piece of shit. You're like, yeah, give me all the fried rice and give me sesame chicken. But if I'm feeling like healthy, I'll go chicken and broccoli with like white rice. Yeah, see, I'll, I feel like at I'll, that point, it's not even worth getting Chinese then. I still like the taste of it. I mean, the yeah, sauce is good, but like, better. I want like crispy wontons. Like, exactly. That's fried. what I'm saying. It depends where you're at in life. If I want to, if I need to be like productive the next day, then I'm going to like literally substitute uh, the fucking egg roll for a Diet Coke. Like, that's how, that's how I operate. But that's if, crazy. I'm, if I'm really about to fucking slide down the fucking mountain, 
We're going with a lot of fried food. I mean, it's going to be bad, but it's yeah. great. But it's great when you're drunk. I love that pick. Can't I can't uh, can't argue what, you, what your points are. Um, and also, dude, I fucking love fortune cookies. Facts. I love so underrated. Cookies. They are so underrated. My next one is Taco Bell. Right back to fast food. You just said you aren't a big Taco Bell, Bell fan, but my fucking God. kill me. A O one Taco Bell, and I think it should be higher up on this list because you go to Taco Bell when you're hammered, you order a chalupa, a couple soft tacos. They're all the same fucking tacos. thing in a different wrap. Yeah, they're different so form. good. They're oh, make fucking beef. And you get good. a chicken one. You get a beef one. You get a steak, steak one. one. You get a case of diller. Like I yeah. do like some of the steak ones. I like yeah. the fucking uh, Crunchwrap. Crunchwrap. Everybody loves Crunchwrap. Things the goat. Everybody loves it. They better fucking love Listen, it. Listen, I love yeah. Taco Bell. It's the only thing I love. It's got to be lovable. You know what? I know what I'm getting for dinner tonight. Taco Bell. Chinese yeah. food. Actually, you know what? I might do Taco Bell and then I might do White Castle. That's I just give my both in today. That's bold. Give my stomach and my asshole. Just a beating. I feel like Beat that's, the shit I feel like you me. shouldn't do that. Why? <laughs> I think you should. I do I need to make the point? <laughs> I, I, ain't, I ain't drinking today, so I might as well kill my stomach some other I night. think it's a fabulous yeah. idea. AO2, go. I think I'm going to do it. What you got? It's me. me? It's you. me. <laughs> it's me. And I got some good old-fashioned street meat, halal platters, chicken platter, chicken rice, with the white sauce. I'm all about it. It's, I'm not a fan. It's well, because you're a loser. It's so fucking good. Love that. I could probably eat it every day. Living me, in Brooklyn, I, I get the meat sweats from it. So living like, in Brooklyn has made day. me really appreciate street uh, meat, halal food. So maybe day. that's why I, I don't get don't. the white sauce on it though. Really, that's one of the very that's your few biggest th- mistake. No, no, it's, I'm fine with it. They, dude, no. they put a fucking pound of it. It's like yeah. you're getting white sauce with chicken on. the I side. have a bottle in the fridge, bro. You can put it on yourself. Wait, where do you get? Would you go to like Teterboro? Juicy platters in Fairlawn. I've had juicy platters. Is good. Awesome, but like it's, getting it's that hike. is almost the same thing as getting like Chinese food without all that fried shit because it's it's like rice, it's it's like grilled, nice grilled. It's meat the white shit. sauce though, and I get extra lettuce. It's just so good. Yeah, I like the I'm big extra fan. lettuce. The I'm white such sauce, a big so shredded good. lettuce guy. Shredded yeah. lettuce, one of the most underrated foods on the fucking planet. Versatile. You can put it in your eggs. You can put it on your pizza. Eggs. I don't. Put you put it in your eggs. pasta. What? No pizza. What? <laughs> <laughs> really just saying things to get reactive. Uh, and he's like, he's like, no, you can't really do. And then you skip dipping in ketchup. No, you can't put shredded lettuce on your eggs. Like, thanks, fucking snacks. Fuck? Whoa, whoa. What? You're a fucking weird guy. I seen you put some weird shit on some foods that should right. not be put on there. So syrup on pasta is a good combination. You put like syrup? Hershey. You put like a Hershey bar on a hot dog. It's fucking good. We were camping. <laughs> I was hammered. What do you want from me? I guarantee you, if you tried that, you'd be okay with it. You'd be like, Probably holy would. shit, this is I pretty good. I probably love hot dogs, yeah. Fuck and I love man. chocolate. So. All right, AO2, what'd you say? Halal food. Uh, I got the AO3, right? Yes, sir. AO tray. Let me find what I even fucking put. I can't find our conversation. I know what you put. Half-baked from Ben & Jerry's. I'm a huge sweets guy. Yes. And like, if I could just put an entire tray of chocolate chip cookies and ice cream together, I would do that. But I feel like this particular ice cream is just very fitting, obviously. Mr. Um, Grassy, man. Cookie dough and brownie chunks and... Just fatty ass fucking Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Yeah, that's nothing great. That makes me happier than no, eating really an entire pint. You eat the sober. whole pint, right? Yeah, I was gonna say you have to. Yeah, even sober. There is some people that eat like half a pint at a time, and I'm like, fucking Yo, serial killers, you're bro. a fucking psychopath. Yeah. That's my AL three. We need to get some sweets in there. I thought about putting goat meal cream pies, but I don't know if I'd get the respect out of the audience for that yeah. one. I, what I was gonna you wouldn't do, get the respect here either. I was yeah. I was at Stop and Shop before getting some groceries, and I saw this was I already picked AL three, and I saw a box of. Um, oatmeal cream pies. We were at Christina's for Thanksgiving and I was eating like six of them. And he's like, Steve, you're letting him drive you home. Because he thought I was drunk, but I was completely sober. He's, he's <laughs> eating six of them. Like, literally, the best thing in the world home. is to get like a, so many of them and put them, stack them together and just smush them. And oh, it's it's thick. I bet, yeah. Honestly, it's, they are very fucking Anyways, good. they're not even on the fucking list. They're a top waiver wire pickup though. TO1 is chicken fingers with honey mustard. Now, this could almost go back to diner food because I feel like diners you do this really there, well yeah. late night. I don't have a specific yeah, no, place to go from. You, you, chicken fingers and honey mustard is a very specific meal. Yeah. That's fine. I There's think that's Chicken acceptable. fingers when you're drunk is just magnificent. The honey mustard is the make or break. If it's good honey mustard, yeah. it could put me in a fucking coma. Yep. If it's bad, ruins my fucking night. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I just I got look laid. Forward I don't to care if it was a great night with the boys. Every year, honey mustard. I go to Atlantic City for the States for wrestling. And in like the convention center, I get... Ten dollars for chicken fingers and French fries, and I buy it like multiple times every year. Got to do and it. I look forward to it. Hell yeah! Because I fucking love it. Chicken fingers. How so much? Honey must is a must. Mean? Do you love it? How much do I love it? How do you many? Love it? How many? I, One to ten. How many? Nine. I fucking love chicken fingers and fries. One of my so favorite foods. Re- I'm a you child. Really, you really, really like it. You don't love it. I fucking love it, and you give it a nine. Yeah. That's a fucking. Mis- Why wouldn't you just say cast Nothing gets a ten, guys. Then give it a nine point seven. Nah, I'm not doing decimals. That's ridiculous. Go. 
A2, O2, oh. T2. T2, TO2, T2. We are running out of fuel here, boys. Let's go. Let's finish strong. Fat Let's sandwiches. Go. Let's go. Fat sandwiches. Shout out New Jersey. You are so If you don't know what these this are, a look fantastic them up. Pick. You know cars? No. I guess maybe at school they had this they had a delivery service, cars. That that was where it was. All the fat sandwiches in the world. Yeah. So I, 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 I mean, forgot, I think I got like a fat rob. It was uh, mozzarella sticks. It was chicken fingers, fried everything on. Yeah, did you ever try? Did imagine. you ever try the challenge? You so, got to eat like six of them. So to the get fat your own sandwiches name. were created at Rutgers, right? And it was like this these food, food trucks, trucks that made fat sandwiches. And basically, what it is is just like the the best fried food you could possibly think yeah, of: like chicken oh, fingers, French fries, mozzarella sticks. Yeah, it's, it's like onion rings, them. anything, all on one sandwich. Yeah, and they eventually got really popular and started making different ones. And they made a challenge where if you ate five of them, and they're they're big Massive. and they're fucking thick, if you ate five of them in an hour, you got to name one after yourself and create it. However, you could do like a Philly cheesesteak with yeah. fucking halal white sauce yeah. on it, French fries, onion rings, and shit like that. Easily, I mean, we had, I mean, we grew up when they first started coming out. We had tons of friends that went to Rutgers, so this mm-hmm. was like fucking right up our alley. Mm-hmm. And then fat sandwiches kind of fucking exploded. Yeah, now there's everywhere. like you can go to like stores. There's fucking you can get fat sandwiches. Where do you get one? I think I know. I Morristown has like a place that's like I'm called not fat going something. To Morristown, I'm just saying, like <laughs> that's a people where people go and drink there, and then they go and no, get no, fat no, sandwiches. No, I completely understand. I'm talking about like around here. If I want, oh, I don't know around here. Probably there's. I think sure, there's. I think there's one in Westwood. I can't remember the name of it though. Yeah, just look up uh, like look fat up, like, sandwiches, sandwiches near me in fucking Westwood or something. You'll be able to find one, I think. So that was uh, your A O two A two T O two snacks. Snacky. is going to finish us. End us off. Yeah, so you you went with the ice cream, which I love. Um, I love Oreos and milk. Like huge fan. Love it. I I like I like chocolate chip cookies. Like that's my favorite cookie. But in milk, I don't think there's anything better than an Oreo. A double I agree. Oreo. I agree. The double stuffed is so Oh, great. my God. My, it gets, like, soft in there. And it's just... My only question is, are <clears throat> you a, a twister? Are you a dipper? Or... No, I dip. Now, see, uh, you dip and eat? Twister. I dip and eat. Mm. If, I'm not, if I don't have milk, and, uh, if I don't have milk, weird. I might twist. I may. Yeah. But I, don't I normally twist. don't. I just see, I'm a straight up. Eat the whole thing. Crush them up, throw them in there like it's basically Oreo cereal and just Ooh. fucking, it's so good. I don't hate that. It's you so good. What, the hardest part about the way one, to go. Never thought of that. It's the way to go. The hardest part about the drunk food was like I was thinking about naming other foods, but also you have to make sure that it's not like difficult to make. Because that was my only problem with like Oreos and milk That's is why like. I said pizza bagels could be tough. Yeah, it could be, but I've, I don't think I've ever actually made them personally. Well, it's always the like someone, some fucking godsend coming that's out why, of my yeah, field that's why with them. The least drunk girl at what the party. What do you mean? Why is, why is Oreos and milk hard? All you have to do is pour milk and you have Oreos. That's right way you. harder for you than you're letting it off to be. Like you pouring you milk I'm when a- you're hammered is probably a joke. Half of it probably ends up on the floor. Yeah, Benny drinks it. That's a good point. I, didn't, I mean, some people don't. Why have, do you think he's some so people fat? Don't have a you fat see that picture I put up. on Instagram? Yeah, he's looking thick. <laughs> he's, so he's looking good. He's eating good. <laughs> he's beautiful. I love that fucking thing. I can't wait to go home and just kiss him. What are you going to do? But all in all, there are just so many foods that when you're hammered are, are all great. There's, I don't. Are there? I mean, a harder list would have been foods that aren't great when you're hammered. True. Like, I've salad. eaten a lot of weird things. Yeah. I've probably eaten salad when I was Oh, I have. I'm just saying, I wouldn't want to. As long as I put a shitload of honey mustard. Like, I, that's, that's like. Starting Nathan Peterman, like <laughs> Yo, you have you I'm have to do it. But really thinking about throwing uh, throwing an order in for a Nathan Peterman Bills jersey like that. Can you name Bills a swaggy jersey? jersey? Hell yeah! yeah. When he did you see that picks. video that Barcelona posted? Dante Hall. Yeah, when I saw with, that, that was cool. Uh, with like all the bad jerseys, basically like every shitty quarterback and a couple other. Players. He actually hasn't looked that bad. I think the next bet we make is uh, whatever it is, the loser has to buy the other people a jersey of their choice. But it has to be like a weird. Retro or weird swaggy jersey like that. Peterman, Dante Hall, fucking Jamarcus. Yeah. What about uh, and who was the key, the the one from Oklahoma State too? Um, Justin Black. Justin Blackman. Yeah, Yo, I love Justin. But he's still banned by the NFL. <laughs> it's like snacks. Yeah, it's like Josh Gordon. Who has a better chance of playing this year? I wanted to bring Blackman or actually, Josh Gordon. That's who I wanted to bring up when we had that thing from FanDuel. The guys who like didn't pan out, Justin Blackman. That was like a real one. Like yeah, he was actually a good one. player who just didn't fucking pan out because he was like, so good in college. Him and Brandon Weed. You know what's amazing? He was that good a on team the Jaguars. drafted Brandon Weeden in the first round, and he was already twenty seven years fucking yeah. old coming into the draft. He was twenty eight probably th- by the time he was. Yeah, in the when he started, I think he was twenty eight. It's disgusting. Imagine drafting a fucking quarterback at 27, 28 years old. All right, that's all we got for today's <laughs> video. Make sure you follow them two fucking assholes on Twitter Whoa! as well as the podcast. <laughs> Subscribe to the channel if you are new. Everything 2019 fantasy football for the rest of the offseason, into the season, into next season, into the season afterwards. Uh, also, I'm starting a singing career. I'm okay. Playing we are done with that. We'll be the cue and, and roll, cut dude. the audio.
really good. Yeah. Solid work. The day shows bring out the best. Really yeah, good. I fucking love day shows. Yeah, I really same. do. We should start doing like 5.30 in the morning shows. Relax. I mean, I said that like months ago. No, you didn't. I did. We've always said it, but one, you were supposed to be back in your office, I thought. But you've been yeah, home well, every Monday. Are you like, I can't even like sit in a chair for eight hours. So I can't. Are you like home for the foreseeable future on Mondays? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I have a job for you. What's that? Be my personal assistant. You can't pay me. What makes you think I can't pay you? <laughs> my salary with Nick is through the roof. Oh, that's true. He could pay it's you. I know what he gets paid. You can, he could pay you. Exactly. Damn. All I need you to do is very simple work. Just make my bed, buy wipe wine. my ass, That's, buy my seem wine. Like simple work yeah. for you. Buy my wine, feed me my wine. I can barely wipe my own ass. Okay, take okay. care after my okay. baby. That's All it. Right. Enough. Animal guarantees that y'all are going to go buy t-shirts because everything in the store has officially been marked down in price by a huge. You know, it's really a sin that I've been ready for... Dude, you have not been ready since you walked in. Not true. Your eyes are bloodshot. You look like shit. Are they really? You're fucking, you're breathing real heavy. <laughs> Listen, I don't need this bullshit. I got a lot on my fucking mind. I feel like you have nothing going through your mind right now. No, I just have that monkey clapping the, uh... <laughs> Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.